are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Program yourself to think like God thinks and believe like God believes. Now, it doesn't happen overnight. Now, you notice here Paul says in verse 18, While we look not at things that are seen, but things that are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, things that are not seen are eternal. Eternal forces can change what is seen. Now, I've never understood you ladies. You know, my wife will say, well, Honey, I'm going to get a permanent. I said, Well, you got one last month. Well, she said, Yeah, but I'm going to get another. I said, Well, there wasn't nothing permanent about it. It's temporary. <laughs> she got a temporary permanent. <laughs> so you see, the things that you're seeing is not permanent. Thank God there's no permanent evil. It's temporary. All evil is temporary. If you can see your bad situation, if you can see it, feel it, taste it, or touch it, it's in the natural realm, you can take your faith and the Word of God and change it. I don't know about you, but this Word gets in me when I speak it and say it. Now, see, we're talking about the law of faith, how the law of faith works, the law of the new covenant. It works by proclaiming, saying, doing what the Word says to do, and then you get the results that the Word said you'd have when you do what He said. Go with me over to Romans, the 8th chapter. Now, the Apostle Paul begins in verse 1 here with, There is therefore now no condemnation, to them which are in Christ Jesus, which walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. There is therefore now no condemnation. Now notice verse 2. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. The law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Now this law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus operates by the law of faith. He calls it a law, the law of the spirit of life that says there is spirit life in Christ Jesus has made me free. Say free. free. I'm free, free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do. Now he's talking about the old law. Could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. Now the word condemned there means he passed sentence on it. He passed sentence on sin. That's why Paul can say that the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. The law of sin and death cannot hold you. Why? Because of the law of faith that says if you believe, and you confess that Jesus is the Lord of your life. You take the law that says there is spirit life in Christ Jesus and nullify the law of sin and death. Now Jesus said in the 6th chapter of John, I think it's verse 63, He says, the words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The words He spoke were spirit life. So there must be spirit life in words. There was in Jesus' words then words that we speak could have spirit life in it, depending on what we said. If you could have spirit life in words, you can also have spirit death in words. And I think that's proven by the Proverbs in the 18th chapter, verse 20 and 21, that tells us, 
Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So Jesus said, the words I speak, they're spirit, they're life. He spoke life-giving words, words that were filled with the spirit of life. Now, the law of faith operates and redeems us, delivers us, sets us free from the law of sin and death. And here's the way it does it. The Bible says, John said, that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, you notice Paul says that he passed sentence on sin. Condemned it. It's sentenced. He disannulled its power. He stopped it from reigning. How? 1 John 1, 9 can render sin ineffective and harmless if you confess your sins. He is faithful and just to forgive your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. See, now, the redemption is doing away with sin. You notice we read there in one of the other sessions, or back in the beginning there, where we talked about that the redemption of sins that are past. In other words, redeemed from it. Disappeared, gone, doesn't have any effect anymore. But you see, once you're born again, then you become responsible for what you do. You got all the freak stuff you're going to get. <laughs> see, Christ died for the sinner. If Christ died for the sinner then thank God the sinner's sins are forgiven, right? Now, many of them don't know that. And many of them haven't received that forgiveness. Somebody said, well, if their sins are forgiven, then the sinner will go to heaven. No, he won't. He's a child of the devil. He's got to be born again. But you see, God's done all he's going to do. Jesus died. He suffered for his sins. His debt's paid. He just doesn't know it. And he hadn't received the benefit of it. That's why Paul said if he confesses with his mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in his heart, God raised him from the dead, he'd be saved. You see, I read that for years, thought it meant if he confessed his sins. Well, he couldn't remember all of his sins anyway. So you see, God has already made the provision. But the way you enter into it is by faith. Now, the sinner that has not heard the word of God, he does not have the faith to enter into it. You know why? Because you can't believe any further than you have knowledge. How many of you know that? If you don't know about something, you can't believe for it. I'm convinced if the sinners knew what I know about this gospel, you couldn't run them away from the house of God. But you see, the devil's got them convinced that God's mad at them and that he's just getting ready to hit them with a big stick and he's got them so condemned they run from God when in fact God's already forgiven them. It's just the fact that they haven't received the forgiveness. They haven't believed on the Son of God. Now notice here that Paul says that the righteousness of the law might be... Well, let's read verse 3 and 4 together. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending His own Son, the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, and they that are after the Spirit do mind the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Let me back up here, verse 6. But to be spiritually minded is life. Now notice that. If you're spiritually minded, it produces life. Why? Why? Because you'll speak words of spirit life. 
Now, to be carnally minded, you will speak words that will cause spiritual death. You'll speak wrong words. You'll speak things that produce death, that produce negative results in all the affairs of life. Now, verse 7, because the carnal mind, now he tells you why it happens. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. Now, the word enmity means irreconcilable hostility. That's a strong word, isn't it? The carnal mind cannot be reconciled to the things of God. That means the carnal mind cannot grasp, comprehend, and get total operating in the faith uh, of the things of God. Your carnal mind just can't do that. That's why you have to be spiritually minded. In other words, it's got to come from the spirit. The physical brain cannot operate in that. But now the mind or the brain can be renewed by the word of God until it won't fight against the spirit. See, that's why Paul says, be not conformed to the world, be transformed. By the renewing of your mind. How many of you know you have to do something about your mind sometimes? Even though you're born again, you've got to control your mind. You've got to control your thoughts. That's where the battleground is. The carnal mind is enmity against God, not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can be. Now what law is he talking about? He's talking about the law of faith. The carnal mind is not subject to the law of God. You can't operate in the law of faith in the natural realm. Amen. Now that doesn't mean you have to die and go to heaven before you can do it. I'm talking about you've got to get spiritually minded. But you've got to receive these things from the spirit man. You've got to get the word of God into your heart, into the spirit. See, that's the part of you that's spiritual is the spirit. Your spirit was born again. Your body didn't get born again when you got saved. It was your spirit man that got born again. It influenced your body. It influenced the things that you did. But it didn't change your body just because you got born again necessarily. So the carnal mind is enmity against God, not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So what we see is the law of faith. And here he speaks of it again and calls it the law of God. And I'm convinced that that's exactly what it is. It's God's law. It's one that he has established. It's no less powerful. It's no less workable or in working order than the law of gravity. See, you don't worry about it in the morning getting up and wondering if you'll be sleeping on the ceiling or on the wall. You know, wouldn't that be a mess? If we got up some morning, we'd be laying on the wall, you know. And gravity's working sideways or something. And... Uh, no, thank God you'll be laying down. <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, you'll be laying down. You won't be laying up on the ceiling because the law works. Well, the law of faith works. And if we learn to apply these laws, then we'll get the results that God said we could have. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. And thank God we can stay free from the law of sin and death through the law of faith. Can you say amen? Amen. I'm glad you joined us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, this is the last day for book offer number 7507. It's called How to Avoid Tragedy and Live a Better Life. Would you like to live a better life? I'm sure you would. It's a 109-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. Now, in this book, we give you insight into how to escape many of the things that come your way.
We know that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. That's what Jesus said in Matthew twenty four thirty four. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth good things. An evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth evil things. Now, that's just how simple it is. And then Proverbs 18, verse 7 says, A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are a snare to his soul. In other words, you better keep God's word in your mouth. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. What's abundantly in your heart is going to get in your mouth. In James chapter 3, verse 5, Even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Now, come down to verse 6. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and is set on fire of hell. Well, now, he's talking about the uncontrolled tongue. It's set on fire of hell, because you set things in motion that will destroy your life. It's a matter of you choosing your words carefully. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth good things. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from a Father of lights. So keep the Word of God in your mouth. It'll help you to do the right thing. Book offer number 7507 is called How to Avoid Tragedy and Live a Better Life. It's a 109-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this Charles Caps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.